0: Hey, what's up automotive world? This is the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tipping. I'm coming at you today with another tech tip. Hopefully this can be helpful to you in some way if you work on some late 2000 Dodge Ram pickup trucks. Um, The vehicle that I was called in for earlier this week was exactly that, a 2007 Dodge Ram 4x4, 4-wheel drive, Uh, that's going to be important here because the reason I was called in is because when you attempted to move the vehicle from 2-wheel drive to 4-wheel drive or 4-low, it has a 4-high and a 4-low selection, electronic uh, shift, there's a knob on the dash that you select which mode that you want it in. And when it was moved into either four high or four low, the indicator on the instrument cluster says four by four would just blink and uh, it would not actually go into four wheel drive. And this is why it was brought into the shop where it was at. They looked at it and they ended up replacing the actuator uh, that locks the front axle together. Uh, That was their first attempt at repair and it did not change anything and so they wanted me to come in and take a look at it Uh, there was actually a service bulletin where the software in the tipum is updated along with replacement of this part if you have some four-wheel drive issues and so that's why they actually called me in and it's how i get a lot of my calls is to hey can you update this computer We've exhausted all of our options, or, or maybe they do find a legitimate TSB uh, like this one that kind of pertains to the problem they're having, and they want to see if the reprogramming, the update to the software, will actually fix the problem that they're having. Well, um, in a lot of cases, I'll do some preliminary checks just to see... You know, is this going to uh, correct the problem? And you know, I could walk in there and just <laughs> program it and take my money, but I do like to do some checks just to see what I'm dealing with, uh, just so I don't get uh, too far into the weeds on these. And um, I quickly recognized on this one that uh, programming was not going to fix it. So, you know, I, I work with these shops, and I obviously want to support them and of course I want to make money, but I want to support them. So I tell them, hey, you know, the programming is most likely not going to fix this one. So let me get into what I found on this vehicle uh, that was preventing the 4x4 from working. And this is just something helpful to remember on this truck and probably other uh, Dodge Jeep uh, trucks as well. So again, once I select 4x4, the indicator on the dash lights up Uh, That says 4 by 4 and it just blinks and it does not actually stay steady. It doesn't go in. And when I move the selector, I can actually hear the transfer case motor moving. And I can go between 2 and 4 and I can hear that motor doing something. Now, is it going into the proper gear? I don't know just yet, Um, but I can hear something happening there. I don't hear anything happening on the front axle. Um, so, now what I want to do here, and this is really important on a lot of different vehicles for a lot of different problems, is an all-system DTC scan. Um should be one of your first steps on most vehicles nowadays. Uh, gosh, I mean, if you're dealing with almost any problem, you want to do this just to get an overall picture. And this is where it pointed me in the right direction, so I do my all system DTC scan. Um, you know, again, I was looking for some four by four codes, which I didn't find any. But what I did find was in the ABS uh, control module, analog brake system control module, there was a code, and it was a circuit code for a left front wheel speed sensor. So on these trucks, on at least this era of Dodge truck, and I'm sure there's more as well. When there is an ABS code set that is current, it's right now, it's hard fault, it will not activate the 4x4. It will just blink and it won't actually go into 4x4. Now again, there's no 4x4 code set, but there is an ABS code that is set. And so I wanted to see if this thing was history, if it was, you know, again, a hard fault. So I cleared it out of the ABS module, comes right back. Now, I will say the interesting thing here is the ABS light was not on. Now, I didn't drive the vehicle. uh, So I'm assuming maybe once the vehicle was actually moving, uh, maybe the ABS light would have come on. Uh, The ABS light did work with the bulb check, but when I would start the vehicle and that code would set for the left front circuit, the ABS light wasn't on. So, you know, if you're just looking at this, you're just looking at the 4x4 and you're you know you don't see any other additional lights on the dash it'd be pretty easy to overlook that there is a problem with the abs here so i want to confirm that you know where the brake is in this circuit and nine times out of ten it's the sensor itself or the wiring to it down by the wheel and i want to confirm if this is repaired Does the 4x4 actually function the way that it's supposed to? So what I do is, uh, I've mentioned this kit before. Um, It's available from AES Wave. It's the U Terminal Test Kit. And actually, I might be getting that name wrong, but I'll tell you what. I'll put a link in the show notes. And really what this kit is, is it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of leads that have banana jacks on one side, and then it has pins that will match up with various different male and female pins on the vehicles. And you can do a lot of pin drag testing, you can jump components together. Um, One of the other things that this kit includes, though, is a variable resistor. Um, I mean, it's kind of like a potentiometer that you can turn a dial and you can dial in the resistance and then connect it to a circuit, which can be very helpful because this will allow you to simulate certain sensors. In this case, when the vehicle's stationary and it's setting a circuit code for a wheel speed sensor, it's obviously monitoring the circuit for integrity. It's using some sort of a bias voltage in order to say, is this component connected. And in this state, when the vehicle's not moving, it's just looking at the sensor as a resistor, as a coil of wire. And it is a resistance in that circuit and expects to be there. And it will cause the voltage on that circuit to be at a certain level. So what I can do is simulate that resistance. And what I'm going to do, again, I don't know where the brake is, but I'm just you know, going with the odds, and <laughs> I'm going to guess that the sensor itself is what has failed, so I unplug the connector up by the wheel well in the left front wheel well. So it goes down to the sensor, the other end goes to the ABS module, and I dial in the resistance on this uh, variable resistor that I have in this kit to about 1800 ohms. Um, that's generally where we're going to see these inductive speed sensors be for resistance i don't again i don't know exact i'm just kind of guessing here but somewhere from a thousand to two thousand ohms is what the computer's looking for on that circuit so i plug that in and i clear my abs code it goes away so now i know okay yes the problem is in the sensor or that short amount of wiring to it but either way it's getting replaced and once i do that and the abs code is gone it goes into four-wheel drive immediately. You still hear the transfer case motor move, but then you also hear the front axle actuator go, and um, it's in four-wheel drive. The indicator on the dash goes solid, and it's actually locked into four-wheel drive. So to sum up there, if you're having a four-by-four issue on one of these trucks, make sure to check the abs system for codes because if it has codes in there it will prevent the 4x4 from working that's all i have for you today hopefully you found that interesting otherwise check out the new episode that will be out on sunday let's get out there start fixing the world one car at a time